This is the Value Investor Podcast with Tracy Reinick. All things value, all the time. Welcome back, value investors. So what's on sale in 2022? Well, we now know plenty of things are on sale, right? But the small caps have been especially beat up. The Russell 2000 is down 10.2% year-to-date when I'm recording this on April 6th. And the S&P 500, it's down too, but just 5%. So it's doubly as worse as the S&P 500. And so this is in correction territory here for the Russell here in 2022. And even over the last year, it's been kind of a pathetic showing. Small caps are down 11% over the last year, but the S&P 500 is up up the 11%. So that's real underperformance compared to those big caps. And then I took a look at five years out and the small caps are up 47.7%. That sounds kind of good, right? Except the S&P 500 is up 90% during that period. So almost double. And the NASDAQ's up 135%. So um, almost triple what the small caps are. Those of you who are investing in the various market cap ETFs in like your 401k or an IRA, you know, you have like the small cap ETF, the mid caps, the large, maybe you have an S&P 500 fund in there. Um, So you got that mix, but you know how badly the small caps have performed because I own this mix and I was just looking at it just recently. And it is kind of shocking how poorly the small caps have done compared to the large. Uh, But no asset class stays down forever and momentum changes. And if we have a change in the market that's going on here in 2022, which we may be having, then maybe it will be time for the small caps to finally shine. As I've mentioned many times on this podcast, small cap value is actually the best performing asset class over like the last 75 years. It has outperformed the large caps, but that hasn't been the case in the last decade or more. So we tend to just kind of ignore it or wonder why we're in it. I own some of the small cap value ETFs and they have been real laggards, as we know. Um, so, but I'm staying the course. I'm still adding to my positions in my 401k every month because, again, these things do change and no asset class stays in a bear market forever. So, in the Russell 2000, that's the small cap index, or at least one of them. You have the Russell 2000 and you have the Rus- uh, you have the S&P 600. But a lot of people like to look at the Russell 2000. It's a little bit bigger. So I took a look at the Russell 2000 and the largest sector is now healthcare in it at 20.4%, followed by industrials at 14.8 and then technology, surprisingly, at 14.4%. And then there's finance at 13.95. And finance, as we know, has lagged, and it's lagged since the financial crisis. So it's lagged as long as the small caps have lagged. It used to be the largest group in the Russell. So that has now been supplanted by the healthcare stocks. And then I took a look at energy. It's just 3.7% of the small cap index. So even though the small cap energy stocks are surging and have been over the last 16 months. 
it's not really helping the Russell very much because it's just too small. But that's an area to watch to see if, you know, we start to see some outperformance there and maybe we get to five or seven percent of the total um, index eventually. But that would be that the bull market is, you know, charging much stronger in energy to get that percentage up. But uh, another thing to look at, everybody wanting dividend payers right now, they're all mostly looking at big caps. You can get it with small caps, especially small cap banks, but most people are looking for their income out of those big caps, the dividend aristocrats. And so small caps just kind of get put you know, on the back burner. But again, I am staying the course. The small caps are on sale, and so it might uh, behoove us to take a look to see what's actually going on with some of the individual stocks. Now, it's always harder to find small caps that are of good quality. That's why most of us own the indexes to get our small cap exposure, because that just kind of makes sense. Uh, But for the purposes of this podcast, I do want to find some stocks, and that's why we're going to deploy the Zacks rank. So the rank does give us a little bit of an advantage in trying to find good quality small caps. Because what does the rank look for? It looks for rising earnings estimates. And especially here in 2022, that's now more important than ever, right? Uh, We don't know what's going to happen this upcoming earnings season, the first quarter earnings season. It's coming soon. Maybe these companies are seeing a slowing in their business and they're going to start to cut uh, their guidance going forward here. We don't know, but that's why the Zach's rank is going to be important. We're going to see a lot of changes in the ranks during the earnings season as well. So keep that in mind. Remember, the Zach's rank is a short-term recommendation, just one to three months, and most of the changes happen during earnings season. So, for instance, a company will come out, they maybe they beat on the quarter, but then they'll say, hey, we're seeing things really slow, or we can't push through the price increases like we could in 2021, and so our margins are shrinking, and we're lowering our, our earnings guidance for this year. So then the analysts are going to have to cut on those companies, and we're going to see the Zach's rank decline on a lot of those. Uh, But we may see some happen on the flip side, where the analysts were too conservative, and maybe things are going better for some companies. So I took a look in the screens for small caps, which I designated as under a billion in market cap. Some people go up to 1.5 billion. Either one is fine. They're both pretty small. Um, Some even probably go to $2 billion as a small cap, but I did want to keep it kind of legit small, and so I did just do the $1 billion. I did the Zach's rank of number one, the strong buys, or number twos, the buys, so we know that that's going to limit our screen to a little over 800 companies, most likely, have those two Zach's ranks. And then we want growth, but the cheapness So I used the price to sales ratio of under one because the price to sales ratio uh, could get us some more interesting names. And remember what that means if it's under one. That means for every uh, dollar of sales, so if if it was one, 
every dollar of sales, we're paying a dollar to get those sales. That's not too bad. But if it's 0.7, we're paying 70 cents for every dollar of sales. So that's on sale. So we're getting we're getting those uh, sales cheaper than um, what the company's getting for them. So that's what I want to look for. Um, I also look for stocks over $5 because they're just more commonly owned. And obviously, if it has a Zach's rank, it has to have at least one analyst. But uh, as you know, with small caps, a lot of them only do have one or two analysts. So it's a little bit more dicey when you only get a few analysts on a company because you're really trusting on that one person, right, to know what's going on <laughs> and to, um, you know, keep on top of things, basically, let's just say. So um, those are the restrictions with the small caps, but running the screen, it uh, gave me 12 stocks. So that's not many, not many fitting these pretty tough parameters with that Zach's rank, but given the market conditions here in 2022, I'm not really surprised that there's not a lot of small caps that have the growth and that have the rising earnings estimates. So I picked out five as usual, and um, I didn't do a deep dive on each of these. So we're just gonna kind of go with the basics, what the numbers are like, and give you an idea of what's kind of happening with some of these and why they made the screen. So the first stock is Freight Car America, ticker R-A-I-L. They do build the rail cars. They also lease them out. I haven't looked at the rail car leasers in a long time. They just reported earnings on March 22nd. So that's why they have a pretty good Zach's rank, right? Because they reported and one analyst has raised in the last week for this year, for 2022. So they're expected to see a loss of 18 cents this year, but they are expected to see a gain of 30 cents in 2023. So negative earnings for this year, but positive earnings for next year. Price to sales ratio is just 0.5. So well under our one, uh, our price to sales ratio of one, which is our cutoff. They do not pay a dividend and they're small, only a hundred million market cap. So yeah, when I was saying we're going to look at the small caps, we really are going to look at the small caps. Now, these shares are up 61% year to date. So I'm not sure what happened on that earnings report or even what's going on in the rail cars. Um, but some of the freight numbers have started to come down. So the shares have taken a little bit of hit on those fears, but still up 61% year to date. You might want to wait and see if you get a bigger pullback here. But that's Freight Car America, R-A-I-L. Then the second stock is one I own in my own personal portfolio. We've talked about it before, but it just uh, reported a really good fourth quarter of 2021, the holiday quarter, and it's Funko, ticker FNKO. They sell those pop, those pop uh, figurines, right? That's their big business, but they also have several other business uh, segments that are also crushing it, including just games, board games, and also this uh, brand called Loungefly. And Loungefly makes things like uh, handbags, um, accessories, I, I like to call them. 
that you might buy at Disney World or places like that. They sell online through Loungefly and that business is surging as well. So it's not all just pop figures, but the pop figures are popular right now. And Funko has managed to get a lot of these really great pop culture uh, licenses and it knows how to create products around those licenses. So that's why I like Funko. I've owned it for several years. Price to sales ratio is just 0.89. The PE is 10. So they are making, they do have positive earnings, this one. Six estimates are higher in the last 60 days. It's a Zach's number one rank, strong buy. Uh, This year expected to make $1.80. That's up 26.7% over $1.42 from last year. Market cap of 711 million. They did do a billion in sales last year for the first time. So they do have momentum here. Some people kind of uh, equate them to beanie babies, those pop figurines, right? Because there are a lot of people who collect the pop figures. Uh, But I still like uh, the growth that they have and what is happening. They are a global business. They do sell in Europe and also the U.S., so um, I like that too. And now we're going to start having a lot of these kind of pop culture conventions, the Comic-Cons, all of that is going to start returning. And that's when Funko has actually sold quite a bit of its pop figures through that. And so that's something to keep an eye on. So they're going to have earnings next in May. So we have to wait until May to see what else is going on. Year-to-date, the shares are down 6.1%, so they haven't had a complete breakdown like a lot of stocks have had here in 2022. I've kind of been waiting for them to break down further to add to my own position, but they really just haven't done it, but nor are they really going anywhere either. So on a, you know, fears of a recession, what happens to a company like this? I don't know because um, you know these pop figures. People still bought them even in the um, you know pandemic downturn. So let's see what happens. But that's Funko ticker FNKO. Then we're going to switch over to what I consider to be the boring parts of the market, right? But sometimes boring is beautiful and works, and it's insurance. So this stock is called Heritage Insurance, HRTG is the ticker, just 172 million market cap. They're headquartered in Tampa, Florida, their property and casualty. I just looked at the headlines to see kind of what happened in the fourth quarter. So they had strong underwriting results in that fourth quarter, which they reported in March. They're reporting again in early May, but the analysts have gotten more bullish So they now see earnings in 2022 up 198% to 50 cents versus a loss of 51 cents last year. And then they expect this good momentum to continue into 2023 with 88 cents. Now, just two estimates are up. So it's a Zach's number two buy stock. And um, this one price to sales of 0.28 and a PE of 13. Year to date, they are up 9% because the insurance companies kind of have been hot here in 2022. Suddenly everybody's like, hey, maybe I should be in insurance while this kind of chaos is going on. 
and the Fed is raising those rates, so that could help these insurance companies as well as the banks. Um, and so the shares were up. They pulled back a little bit off their recent highs, but still up 9%. And they do pay a dividend, which is yielding 3.5%. So not too bad for small cap. It's rare to get a dividend with a small cap, but you do with these kind of financials or these insurers a lot of times. So that's Heritage Insurance. HRTG is the ticker. Then we're going to switch over to um, kind of like a it's a community it's in the communications industry, but it's kind of like techie at the same time. So it's KVH Industries. KVHI is the ticker. Now its price to sales ratio was exactly at one. So it just barely made our screen, but that's okay. It's still pretty cheap. I'll take it with a one. It has no PE because it's expected to lose 10 cents this year. But by 2023, the one analyst we have on it thinks they're gonna make 60 cents. So by next year, they're seeing positive earnings. And they did lose 32 cents last year in 2021. So the direction has been going in the right way. So they lost 32 cents. The analyst expects a loss of 10 cents this year and then a positive 60 cents next year. Now, who knows if they're going to get there? That's a long way off, but it's still earnings growth of 68% year over year here into 2022. And it's got that low price to sales ratio. Now, what is it they do? I kind of only just said they're kind of techie. They're in communications. So I have to read what they said on their website. It's one of those. So KVH Industries is a global leader in mobile connectivity and inertial inertial navigation systems, innovating to enable a mobile world. A market leader in maritime, it says VSAT in capitals. So VSAT, I don't know how you pronounce it. KVH designs, manufactures, and provides connectivity and content services globally. It's also a premier manufacturer of high-performance sensors and integrated inertial systems for defense and commercial applications. Founded in 1982, it's based in Middletown, Rhode Island, with research development and manufacturing in both Middletown, Rhode Island, and Tinley Park, Illinois, a suburb of Chicago. And it's got a dozen offices around the globe. So they... um, have a market cap of only 170 million. So again, this is a true small cap company, even though they've been around a while since 1982. Again, only one analyst on the stock, but he or she has raised in the last 30 days for 2023. So that's why we're getting the Zach's number two rank by on KVH Industries. Now, year-to-date, these shares are down 2%, and they're off their recent March lows. But over the last year, they've taken a real hit and are down 32%. So this is one of those kind of techie names on the NASDAQ that has really gotten hammered over the last year. So maybe it's one to keep on your watch list. It's trading around $9, so it is under $10. It'll report earnings again in early May. You're going to want to tune in and see what's going on now here in 2022 when they next report. But uh, this is one that, you know, could see further pullback if we see 
you know, the bears kind of returning here in the NASDAQ stocks. So that's KVH Industries, KVHI. And then I'm going to wrap it up with Titan International. TWI is the ticker there. Now, it's easy to get confused amongst the Titans. So there's Titan International that I just mentioned, TWI. There's also Titan Machinery. That is a different Titan. <laughs> but Titan International, they uh, make Goodyear and Titan farm tires. That's their brand. They have dealers all over the world. Titan Machinery actually does sell farm machinery. So that's why people get confused. And sometimes they don't know which one they own. But this one is the tire guys. And in March, I saw that they entered into a long-term agreement with CNH Industrial, which makes big equipment. Um, so that's who their customers are. And this one is cheap, of course. It's a price-to-sales ratio of just 0.48 and a PE of 11.7. Here in 2022, the analysts are bullish. They're expecting earnings growth of 36.5%. So two estimates are higher in the last 60 days. So we do have a Zach's number one rank strong buy on this stock. And earnings expected to be up, um, as I said, 36.5%. And another um, gain for next year. Another double digits. So this good momentum is not expected to uh, slag here going forward. So that's something to keep in mind. They do not pay a dividend. Um, and earnings coming up again in early May, like all of these. Most of these stocks are early May reporters. So they have a market cap of $827 million. So that's a little bit on the bigger side compared to these others because Titan International has been around a long time providing those farm tires and uh, tires to the industrial brands for many years. And um, year-to-date, these shares up 21%. They have surged since February, probably because of the Ukraine war and everything happening with the agriculture sector, right? So we've seen this surge in the shares. Um, they're off their recent highs. I would maybe wait on the sidelines to see if we're going to get even further pullback. They're still cheap here, even with the recent surge. But as always, if I can get a stock cheaper, then I, I wait and get it cheaper. So that may be the case here as, uh, you know, if we see a greater market correction for all of these small caps, we're likely to see them go a bit cheaper here. So it is hard to invest in small cap companies. Just $100 million, uh, that's nothing for one of our companies here. That means very few analysts are covering them. We all always have to have at least one analyst that get, gets us the Zach's rank. Most of these had one, maybe two analysts on these companies th on Zach's. There might be more, but Zach's only has the one or the two. So I really encourage everybody, if you're investing in the small caps, to listen to those conference calls. I've listened to the conference calls for Funko for several years now. <laughs> that was the only way to really find out what was happening. Um, they do have more coverage on the Funko now than they did a couple of years ago because they are bigger. They've gotten to that billion dollars in sales. That means some people are adding them to their coverage universe. But Still, you should be listening to the conference calls. Do your own research. I didn't look any deeper than the basic stats, 
the Zacks rank. I took a look at their investor relations page. I don't know if any of these companies are doing share buybacks. They may be. And I don't know what the underlying fundamentals is on the inflation story or even labor shortages. So again, you need to be looking into all of that and doing a deeper dive. Look at any kind of investor presentation that they've done. Some of these have done those. So, um, you know, listen in on any kind of conferences they go to in their industry if they go to any. So that's that's the thing you really have to do with these small caps. And I know what some of you are thinking, Tracy, this is, seems just too difficult. <laughs> There's a lot of moving parts. I really don't want to figure out all this stuff about these small caps. Why not just keep buying Apple or any other like big cap, you know, fairly attractively priced stock? There's nothing wrong with keeping your large caps here. It's not a game of either or. You can own both small cap value and large cap value, but investors do need to be more broad based. I don't think you should have all your eggs in one basket, even if it's the large caps and it's been working all these years. So what worked over the last five or 10 years may not work over the next five. So get the small caps as cheap as you can, get them on a cheap PE, price to sales, price to book, uh, PAG ratios, use the screens, employ the Zach's rank, listen in on those conference calls, try to buy um, in industries that are seeing rising earnings, as I mentioned earlier with Titan International, that's in uh, you know the agriculture and big construction equipment type of industry. And that is uh, hot right now in 2022, expected to be into 2023. The U.S. just passed that massive infrastructure plan. And so there's going to be a lot of construction going on over the next couple of years, a lot of money deployed. So keep that in mind when you're looking at some of these small caps. There was no small cap energy no small cap banks, and other than the Titan, I didn't see any small cap um, agriculture in there, but these are the areas that have been hot, and so those are the areas with the rising earnings estimates because their fundamentals are really strong right now. So keep that in mind also when you're looking at the small caps. It does pay to be in some of these you know, strong fu fundamental small cap stocks in areas where those earnings are really popping. So um, a lot going on with the small caps, but they can be fun to own as speaking as someone who has owned Funko for several years, even through the dark times of the pandemic. And um, I just like hearing about the earnings growth and what good uh, things are happening at these companies and that's what you should seek in some of these small caps. So let me recap the tickers again. We had um, Freight Car America, ticker RAIL, R-A-I-L. We had Funko, which again, I own, ticker F-N-K-O. We had Heritage Insurance. I'm not too down on the insurance side. I'm actually kind of looking around and thinking about it now. HRTG is the ticker, and I get a dividend with that one, yielding 3.5%. Then we had KVH Industries, ticker KVHI on this mobile connecting um, 
area and they are just on the cusp of barely making it with a price to sales ratio of one but the shares have come way down so that's an interesting one and then we had titan international ticker twi not to be confused with titan machinery but if you accidentally bought the other one um, I don't think you would be too sad given what's going on in agriculture right now. So TWI is Titan International. And as always, be sure to get all of our podcasts. You can get the Zach's Market Edge, the other podcast I do every week. I just had uh, John Blank, our chief equity strategist on, and he's an economist to talk about what's happening in the economy. Are we having a recession? So you don't want to miss a single episode of either of these podcasts. They both are on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and Amazon Music. You can get two for one if you're on SoundCloud. Go over there, search for the Zach's Market Edge, and you'll also get the Value Investor under that name. So get the Zach's Market Edge, get the Value Investor on that one. Otherwise, we have standalone shows everywhere else, and you can get both of my shows every week, but be sure to get them. And I'll see you again next week with some more value stocks. This material is being provided for informational purposes only, and nothing herein constitutes investment, legal, accounting, or tax advice, or a recommendation to buy, sell, or hold a security. Do not act or rely upon the information and advice given in this podcast without seeking the services of competent and professional legal, tax, or accounting counsel. Publication and distribution of this podcast is not intended to create, and the information contained herein does not constitute an attorney-client relationship. No recommendation or advice is being given as to whether any investment or strategy is suitable for a particular investor. It should not be assumed that any investments in securities, companies, sectors, or markets identified described were or will be profitable. All information is current as of the date herein and is subject to change without notice. Any views or opinions expressed may not reflect those of Zach's investment research as a whole.